Welcome to the Social Talk Podcast. Two Wisconsin social media nerds, Avery and Katie, keep it real and drop bombs about everything social media. Social Talk is a place where badass boss babes come together and learn about the good, the bad, and the real ugly truth about everything social media and enjoy a mix of the god-awful Midwest accents and raw, unfiltered truth about living in the frozen tundra. Are we live? You bet. We've been recording for a minute. Oh, so you got that whole thing? I did. Too bad, listener. You'll never know what that whole thing was. It was nothing, truly. Truly. No. (laughs) How has your week been? It's only Monday. It is only Monday. Um, my My week is interesting. Actually, last week was too. I just have a crap ton of meetings, like... About half of my working hours this week, I will be in meetings that could probably be, you know, like the meme that's like, this was a meeting that should have just been an email. That's like (laughs) half of my life this week (laughs) is meetings that should be emails. I am, I feel like I'm the same. On Wednesday, I have four uh, Zoom calls, which are my virtual meetings, but they are back to back. Like they start at noon and they, I go till... 6.30 6.30 p.m. Noon yeah. to 6.30. Six and a half hours straight of meetings. That's insane. That's, That's a lot. not normal. Yeah, I have one three-hour meeting on Thursday that doesn't need to be a meeting, but... <clears throat> but you're needed. I mean, I'm needed. Because you're important. Because I'm so smart about the social medias. <laughs> the social medias. <laughs> I love it. I was ca- told that I was like the queen of all things today. So Ooh. that was kind of cool. All things social media or just all the things? Just all the things. Ooh. You need you need Which to I be feel like... like maybe was actually an insult, but <laughs> whatever. Next time you go and write your name on one of those hello name tags. Yeah. Hi, my name is Katie and I'm queen of all things. Yeah. I like it. It has like a nice it. ring to it. It does. <laughs> so it today, does. let's get to it. Now that we've been talking for like five minutes. What? We would never do that. <laughs> Except we would. Yes, we would. At least we're not talking about the weather. Or shall we? No. (laughs) Today we're talking about engagement. Dun, dun, dun. On Instagrams. On Instagrams. Engagement on posts as well as engagement in stories. Two very different things. Two very different ways of getting engagement. And bless Instagram's soul for adapting and creating new features for stories. I have to say. Actually, I noticed a new one today. Do tell. Um, I was putting together our uh, question sticker asking what uh, topics would our followers like to know more about? And it had like an option for you to do a word question or a song recommendation question. Ooh, I have seen that. I've ne- So my business page does not have that feature the song one it has Hmm. the question feature but it doesn't have the song and it also does not have the music feature Hmm. so i have to i don't know that i've ever tried the music feature on my own stuff i have on my personal page and i also noticed on one of my clients instagram does not allow them to do polls it does not allow them to do hash uh questions it only allows the location and hashtag feature and to tag someone so I'm wondering if they're creating this tier of if you have a certain amount of followers, once you hit certain tiers, you get more features. I don't know that that's true, though, because I just thinking about it, I think at work we don't have the song feature. 
and we have 13,000 followers and are verified. Oh. But I think I have it on my own and I only have like 1,200 followers and I'm not verified. Is your yours is a personal account? Maybe it's no, pers- it's a business account. Well, then I have no idea. Boggles my know. mind. Instagram, but what are you doing? Thinking about this cool music feature, maybe we need to start a social talk podcast playlist on Ooh. Spotify and y'all can send us your favorite like yes. songs. I'm, I'm into rap and hip hop, so send that my way. I just like a mixture of everything. Like my well, my iTunes doesn't exist anymore, but my Spotify <laughs> playlist vary from like show tunes to Disney songs to like old stu- old school gangster rap to like Ooh. Josh Groban acapella. Speaking Britney of Spears, old school rap, yeah. Did you hear? <laughs> really off subject. Yeah. Ja Rule was came at the Fox game. At the Fox game, and he performed, and no one clapped for him when he was done. Really. <laughs> I, one of my friends Snapchatted it to me, and I was really? like, why why is Ja Rule doing this to himself? Is he, like, is he still relevant? Like, Well, Fire Festival. That flopped. Well, oh, no. Is that the festival that flopped that he was yeah. a part of? You haven't watched either of the documentaries, have no. you? No. You need to watch them. I've heard both. about them, though. Start with Netflix, then watch Hulu. They, uh, if you watch it with any amount of marketing knowledge, it is... Stupid. No, it is brilliant and astounding and cringeworthy all at once. <laughs> like, what they did was genius. Like, really, really, truly, from a marketing perspective, what they were able to achieve with what they were doing was absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, but it completely Well, but that was like... Failed. It was a logistical nightmare, was what it was. It was too big of a vision for what they were trying to do. Yeah, and I feel like they did that way too fast. They should have spread it out. Oh, absolutely. Given themselves two or three years to yeah. plan that. Like they did the what most festivals will do in at least a year they did in like three months or tried to do in three months. Crazy. Yeah. But watch, yes, if if you want to know more about what we are talking about, definitely watch <laughs> both of the Fire Festival documentaries. I recommend Netflix first, then Hulu. But yes, Ja Rule was in Milwaukee. Uh, Travis Scott was also in Milwaukee this weekend. He performed at the Fiserv on That's right. Friday, Actually, I think. Casey, my boyfriend, wanted to possibly go there, but... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Instagram <laughs> engagement. We got way <laughs> off topic there. You know when you have terrible engagement when uh, you perform on stage at a big Bucks or uh, NBA basketball For game and... free. Like, people don't have to pay to see you. And no one claps. Yeah. So let's try to make your Instagram not have that happen. Let's get you some applause, some virtual applause on that Instagram. So should we start with posts and then go to stories? Yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. All right. So, uh, oh, my notes are totally all for IG stories. Whoops. Totally okay. (laughs) But I think a lot of... I think a lot of your notes work for posts. They too. do, actually. So, I mean, numero uno, and I think the easiest one that everyone knows because we've already done an episode on this. So if you want to know more, hashtag waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, hashtags, hashtags, they, I was reading this article the other day that was, I don't know where it was from, but they were talking about how hashtags are 
They're important for your business and you need to do them in order for people to find you. However, they're not as, they don't get you the engagement that you used to get. Yes, I read that the other day too. But I feel like based on, well, maybe I just never saw great engagement from them before. But based on what I've been seeing on our work account, like they're still working. Like it's not something to bypass by any means. I do think, I don't know if we read the same article, but the one that I read said like stick to five to eight and that definitely do doing like the full, is it 30? Yep. Uh, route probably isn't best anymore. Huh. Um, I'll have to test that because I still use 30. We kind of go back and forth, and I've been I've been tracking it in a spreadsheet in terms of how many we use versus reach impressions and impressions from hashtags. Um, but I haven't like taken a chance to actually look and see if there's any correlation because we try to mix it up just for. I mean, we talk about so many different topics that just depending on the topic, there aren't hashtags to go with it, really. Yeah. Um, but. But I always say that hashtags. Even if your post doesn't get good engagement from hashtags, people will still find you. Yes. They do their research through their hashtags and you need to show up in those hashtags. So even if your post gets five extra likes because you have hashtags or maybe you found that sweet spot where hashtags just made your post go crazy. Yeah. One crazy post can do a lot for you. Yeah. And it's important to also mix them up too and test different ones because I actually have found I am in the social media realm and while social media managers, they could be a part of, I help creative female business owners and social media managers do fall under that. So do virtual assistants. Essentially, they do somewhat of the same things. However, those, I have found those hashtags do nothing. Right. They don't perform and they don't give me any engagement. And I think what it is are that all of us social media managers and all virtual assistants, we're all using that same hashtag, but we're not going into those hashtags and, and engaging. Right. So for me, I've had to revamp my hashtags overall in order to get over that hump of not seeing the engagement. So. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say is the next most important for getting more engagement on posts specifically? Geotag. Yes. I think this is actually a very underutilized feature. For sure. Yeah. I see it a lot, but I also, like, I personally use it a lot. So do I. And actually, when I look at my insights, I always thought, like, my following kind of ranged from wherever. And I realized after my insights that 10% of my following all comes from Madison, Wisconsin because of those geotags. Right. Or, you know, somewhere in southern Wisconsin because I'm constantly tagging that. And, like, I have had clients. I actually had a call with someone today from Madison. We had it virtually, but locally. She would never have found me had I not either used local hashtags or used the geotag. Right. So. Well, and I think it um, (laughs) – It lets people want to connect with people who are close by. Like they feel a kinship to them. I mean, that's why that's part of how we connected was because we were close to each other. And it was like, hey, someone doing something similar to me with similar interests in my area. Yeah, I want to know more. Um, Yeah. I, I think if you are not using geotags, you should definitely start. When here's how you do this. When you are creating a post 
type out the content that you want. Underneath the content, there is tag people. <clears throat> and here is where you can obviously tag other pages or tag other of your friends. And then the next one is, <clears throat> excuse me, add location. And if you have that feature on your, if you have your location turned on uh, through like your settings and stuff, Instagram will automatically populate where you are. So you can obviously change up. So I have clients who are in other states, so you can change up the location. Absolutely. But every time I make sure I'm tagging the little town I'm in, or if I'm at a specific restaurant, because those, your posts show up locally there. Right. Even if it's just, um, Wisconsin in general, you would be amazed at how many people, um, just use the Wisconsin. And here's a really cool thing that I found out. <coughs> if I go and search just Wisconsin, any other city or restaurant or whatever that is within Wisconsin comes up under that. Oh, really? In addition to the whole state itself. Like, if you use just Wisconsin, but anything that falls under Wisconsin, are you... I'm totally Instagramming right now. Oh, I thought you were taking a picture of me no. right now, and no. I was going to be like, I look like shit. Why would you do this to me? But yeah, like if you search Wisconsin right now, you will find things where people both tagged Wisconsin and also geotagged like Verona, Wisconsin, or the state capitol building, or Colectivo down on University Avenue. Um, so I think that's a cool way... Um, to, to get in front of more people. Absolutely. Plus, if you are someone who is building your business locally, this is where you will excel and f find those local clients because that is where they will, using local hashtags as well as using the geotag because if people are at that restaurant or actually, speaking of restaurants, if you are... So I don't know about you, but this is so weird, but I don't even go to websites anymore and look at uh, restaurants um, menus. I look at their Instagram page and I look to see what kind of foods they have because I am about to go. Yeah, I can look at their menu, but you, you want to actually see. Yeah. The food. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I show up when I go to a restaurant, this is just one example, but I'm going to tag that restaurant because then my image will show up on that feed when, when someone searches go to look that restaurant. It. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So just giving that, those pointers to you guys. So we talked about hashtags. We talked about geo tags. Um, another big one that I think a lot, a lot, a lot of people miss is, can you guess what I'm about to say? I have a guess, but I don't know where you're going for sure. <laughs> Is to add a call to action to the end of your post. Yes. And this call to action can vary depending on what you are trying to do with your post. But always, always, always ask your audience to do something like this post. Comment below. Click the link in my bio, whatever that is. Do you find that giving like something <laughs> more specific helps? For example, like comment below and tell me about a time when you blah, 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 or just comment below. Uh, no, get very specific. I definitely think the more specific you get, the more people know how to answer you. Right. So 
don't, if you can be, if you don't have much to ask or you're just like, comment below if you agree, that's fine. Or comment below with your favorite emoji if you agree. Something like that. Actually, don't do that because <laughs> Instagram will mark that as spam. Though at the same or time, <laughs> so um, Spindrift Seltzer, when they released their new flavor last week, mm-hmm. they did like four different giveaway posts with just comment with your favorite emoji. Really? I was really surprised by it. That's dangerous, I would say. Yeah. Because when a lot of times Instagram will mark a bot comment that a lot of times when you find a bot, they'll comment either one or two emojis. Or nice pick. (laughs) Awesome post. Any of those awful. Yeah. Take a look at my profile. Great video when it's actually a picture. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I hate those. But so that's why that's, I would say that's dangerous to do and try to avoid it. But ask your audience to comment something that is meaningful and give a little more context to what you want them to comment about. And actually, this is a great way to do a little market research. Absolutely. So if you are wanting to know what, for instance, what your client is really struggling with right now personally in their life and how can you help them or something, you know, you can ask them to comment. What are you struggling with? Comment below that type of stuff. And when your audience sees that question, they're more likely to engage with your posts. My only comment about that is don't start out your post with a question and have a different one at the end because the same. Yes. Consistency for sure. Absolutely. Because then you're confusing. What do you want? What do you really want the client or your audience to do? Right. Or what, what question do you really want? So those would be my suggestions. <coughs> do you have any others about posts getting engagement? Um, An engagement pod? No. <laughs> we just did a po- we just did a podcast about that. So if depending on how Katie releases these, hmm. <laughs> she might have to st- strategically do that. But yeah, no the the <laughs> ins- uh, the Instagram pod one should already be out. So. Yeah, so we would if highly If you want to know more about Instagram yeah. pads, listen to the episode before this. Um, it'll be, I don't even know what number episode that is off the top of my head. Seven? Well, I guess it depends on how you release some of these. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So we go in depth about Instagram pods. Both Katie and I have very different views on them. So Instagram pods are a way to get engagement, but we kind of talk about how it may not be the right engagement and actually hurt your posts. So kind of depends on you and what it is you're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. So let's get into IG stories. This is IG stories is my jam. I have to say I want it to be my jam, but I feel like my life is way too boring for IG stories. Okay. I feel like I lead a very boring life. Maybe come summer, it'll be different. But right now in the middle of winter when it's negative 60 and snowing, I don't leave the house. And there are days I don't leave the house for days. And I'm like, how do you make your Instagram stories engaging? And that is when I just share a bunch of random posts from other people to my stories. Correct. <laughs> and do you know what that's called? No. There's a specific name for it. What is it? User-generated content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I never, like... Good question. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was, like, some big fancy thing. No. Um, so, for UGC IG... is fantastic. Yeah. And how... Okay, so think about it this way. So, you we're talking about user-generated content. And what we mean by that is you 
or someone else sharing your content or you are sharing someone else's content to your story. So how many times have you seen someone had created a post that has a quote in it and you're like, yes, and you go and share that to your stories? That is called user-generated content. And that helps people engage with your stories. Like there will be times I'll post some quote that's either really fun, you're like totally relatable. And I will get so many DMs from people being like, oh my gosh, yes, I 100% agree with that. Even though it had nothing to do with what I posted, it just was me sharing someone else's. I feel like I get way more engagement when I post UGC than when I post like my own well thought out intricate whatever (laughs) things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another way to get engagement. The other thing about using user-generated content is like, okay, let's just use an example here. So Avery shares my post. I am probably going to go interact with it because I'm like, I feel like a badass that she just shared my stuff and I'm basically a celebrity now. (laughs) And then I'm probably going to share it back on my own thing again because it'll give you a notification in your DMs that someone mentioned you um, and shared your stuff. And then it's just like a little love train of engagement back and forth. Yes. And then your friends see it and they go and interact with it because they're like, that Katie, she's such a celebrity. Like, I want to be just like her. And <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So user-generated content, I think, is actually really great for engagement. And share those posts. We all love to read them. We all love to comment back to people on their DMs and say, oh, my gosh, I relate to this. Right. So that's And if you are scared to get out there on IG stories, this is another great way to show up without showing up. Right. Absolutely. So that is number one Um, for engagement on IG stories. Let's go back to what we had just previously talked about, adding hashtags to your stories. So I want to give an example. I posted the other day on my stories about how to calculate the engagement, the average engagement for your stories Mm -hmm. and how that compares to the average overall. And it obviously depends on your number of following because the more, the higher your following is, the less engagement you get. That's just what it is. So I created this post and it was like, here's how you calculate it. This is what your averages are. And then I created, um, I added the hashtag, did you know? I got in 24 hours. Now this, mind you, this may not have been my ideal client. However, the difference between the story that I used that hashtag in and the next one, I had over 200 views in 24 hours of people who didn't, who were looking through that hashtag. Yeah. So make sure to use hashtags in your stories. And I actually find myself, what works better for me is using hashtags that actually have a higher number of posts in them because more people are visiting those posts. So it's kind of opposite. So an actual post I would say use smaller hashtags, Mm -hmm. but in your stories to be seen more, use larger hashtags. That's what has worked for me. Yeah. So you can use, I believe, up to 10 or 11 hashtags in your stories. So use them. So question for you. Do you leave them right out in the open or do you make them super small or hide them Mm -hmm. under other stickers or how do you do it? Here's a trick for you. I hide them because I think it is god awful to look at a post or a story and have a massive list of hashtags sitting there. So, (coughs) oh man, I shouldn't stop doing that. But 
what you can do is you can select the color of the background or a jacket or some kind of color that can blend into your post and shrink them really, really small to hide them. Or if you have other text that you are writing in that story specifically, you can hide it behind a post or the other the other text. You can select what's in front. I had never thought of the uh, color background or like color of what you're wearing in it piece. I had only ever seen like putting a sticker over it yeah. or like a gif. So today I posted a story and I had a jacket that was blue and it had a little black on it and I hid my hashtags in the black and the little I know the little and here's another tip on IG stories the little dropper Mm -hmm. you can select the anywhere on your image if you hit the dropper you can select whatever color it is in the certain area you want so instead of choosing as dark black as the the swatch that they give you, you can select. Maybe it was a little more charcoal. So you black. perfectly match. Yes, and then it really blends in. So there's just another tip for you. But yeah, I tra- test out hashtags because that is a great way to get eyes on your stories that weren't there before. And Absolutely. who knows? I actually had. I should look at what it is now, but I had multiple people follow me from that too. <clears throat> nice. So yeah, it works. Trust me and. Hashtag did you know will get you extra if you want to use it. Yeah. It works. So can you do that same thing with geotags then? No. I think you can only do one. Does that make sense what I'm saying? One geotag? Correct. But you could still use the geotag in your po- in your story. Yes. So you definitely can use geotags. And I would highly recommend using geotags because – um, when people are looking again, searching locations through their their pages, you would pop up under certain locations. Like if I was to tag hashtag or the location Madison, Wisconsin, that we would my post would show up under there and people could see it locally. So again, if you're trying to build your business locally, this is another way for you to be seen and get more engagement. Absolutely. So I want to talk about my favorite part of IG stories. Okay. <laughs> All of the lovely features that they've created and allowed us to use. We, my favorite one is the poll feature. So why, why I like these features is because, and why you need to start using them. Here's my little tough love for you. You need to be using these features. And the reason why I say that is because when people interact with those features, so for example, let's talk about the poll feature specifically so what is the poll feature it is where you could ask a question or whatever and then it allows something yes correct (laughs) ask something do you prefer this or that or what questions i always like to do hashtag grandma status and then do is anybody else going to bed early with me and then (laughs) it it has nothing to do with business however people are people love it (laughs) we all go to bed at nine o'clock i have a very grandma-like audience (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I would never know that had I not used the poll feature. So the poll feature allows you to give two options. Correct. And only two options as of right now. Hopefully maybe that'll adopt. Ooh, adapt. Like a little multiple choice. Yeah. A, B, C, D. Multiple choice. Instagram, if you are listening, that would Clearly, be Clearly cool. the powers that be at Instagram <laughs> are listening to us. Right. <laughs> so... Using the poll feature, if people click on the poll and answer, your stories will show up 
ahead of a lot of other people's because they're engaging with it. Right. They know, Instagram knows that they're engaging, so therefore they want to see your stuff. The beautiful thing about it is like, you could ask that question in text and ask people to comment with their response, but by no putting... But exactly, no one does because it's an extra step. Like, it's harder. By putting that sticker on there and offering two options, it's so easy. Like, you are making it a no-brainer for people. Um, and I'll be honest, if you place it strategically, uh, you will get a vote for me on accident <laughs> when I yep. go to skip your story. And then I go back and I'm like, shit, Shoot. I voted for the one that I wouldn't have actually voted on and I didn't want to vote on this. And what the fuck? You know, it's really funny. Now I look like a creep because I didn't want anyone to know I was watching this, but now they do. That happens to everybody. And I know it because... I've had people reach out and say, oh, I answered the wrong one. And that tells me they were skipping real quick. I've also done it. And I've also reached out to other people and been like, shoot, I answered the wrong one. Or you like read it wrong or like one <laughs> color like catches your eye more than the other. And you like yes. read it wrong. And then you click on it and you're like, wait, I meant to click the other one because I don't know how to read because yep. it's Monday at you know, it's really 7 funny. p.m. And I Speaking can't read of anymore. Instagram stories. My phone has a dead spot. So I have the screen protector on my phone i have a dead spot because i push my screen instagram <laughs> stories too much that there's like no reaction in yeah. one spot yep so i will tap that so many times and it does nothing i have a dead spot on my phone because of that i think you might spend too much time on the instagrams oh we don't <laughs> we shouldn't talk about that <laughs> when it's your job it's hard not to it is but yes so there beyond the poll feature there's like a little slider thing yeah um one cool feature i just want to give suggestions out here for the poll feature you can add text or arrows whatever you want to call it that each portion of the slider could represent so like the beginning is let's say we're talking dollar amounts for instance the far left is zero the far right is $10,000 $10,000 and then right in the middle would be 5000 and you can add text saying this is exactly the dollar amount so rate where you whatever lie on this scale so you can use the slider that way yep you could also use it straight up and down or the horizontal way mm-hmm. there's many different ways that you can use that feature specifically yeah for sure so we have the slider we have the poll you can ask questions yep or just say like uh like what questions do you have for me or like what's your favorite color and just get people to send you their favorite color because that's a really important thing to know for some reason um the cool thing about the question feature too is you can now go live and answer questions i saw that i've never done it myself people don't ask me a lot of questions they ask me some but not a lot so yeah I don't know how um, it there all was something works, weird yeah. with that that I read the other day. Like you have to ask the question, like you have to get the questions before you go live. Um, you they can't like submit them while watching you live. Hmm. Yeah, that would make. There sense. was something weird with that, but yeah. Um, there's also the countdown, which is oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Because people can then follow you. So, for example, I'm going to give a shout out to Morris Ramen. They used the shout out or the countdown feature for their special ramen nights, which we are obsessed with. We go every (laughs) month. We literally, I think April will be like, we've been going to them for a year. And 
there's six of us who go every Sunday. They know that we're coming now. Or not every Sunday. One Sunday a month. Um, every, <laughs> every Sunday. Sunday. Every Sunday that they do it. Um, but they use the countdown feature and you can subscribe to it. And today I got a notification reminding me that next weekend is Ooh. ramen. And now I have some Like ramen to noodles? Yeah. But they do like fancy, like a couple months ago, one of them had confit duck heart in it. Whoa. Last month had uh, ostrich. I mean, it's like fancy, weird, cool stuff. My favorite one. Okay. I know this isn't social media, but <laughs> my favorite one had American cheese in it, which, okay. We are in Wisconsin. American cheese is not really cheese, but. It is not cheese. Think craft single. But. <laughs> It melted into the ramen, and, like, Noah is adamant that one should not eat American cheese. <laughs> and it was so good. Because, like, it made the ramen... Was it, like, mac and cheese then? No, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, gooey, but it, like, made the broth, like, creamy. creamy? Oh. It was so good. So, yeah, if you are in Madison, go hang out with my friends at Morris Ramen. They don't, they probably recognize me, but they have no idea who this voice is. Shout so. out. Shout out. But <laughs> yes. Um, so the countdown is cool because like not only can they subscribe, if you will, to the countdown and get notifications, but they can share it with their friends. And then that gets you more engagement as well. Yeah. If you're going to go live, if you are launching something, if you. New podcast episodes. Hell yeah. Events. Anything, any and everything, you can absolutely use that countdown feature. And the great thing is you set the time of when this is and then days. So if you post it today, you can still use that and the countdown is still going for days in the future. So five days from now, if you still have that countdown going, you can repost it and it's still counting down. And you can do it to like a date as like an all day thing or like a specific time of day even. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, that, that is, that's awesome. Are we forgetting any? I feel like we are. Well, the music feature, but not everyone I don't has have that, that. So let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've complained to Instagram about that. And they're like, sorry. It's fine. I you just open my Spotify and play music. Play it anyway. Hopefully I don't get in trouble because I've heard of people getting in trouble doing that. Really? Yeah. Someone. Huh. Yeah. Uh, they, they blocked her stories from being seen by people. Interesting. So like she had let's say a hundred views. I don't know what she was at a hundred views on all of her stories. And then all of a sudden when she was listening to Spotify or even music in the background of her thing that wasn't using the feature. Right. It was like views zero. Huh? I'm sure that it is copyright stuff. It definitely is an attribution. And that's why they have that feature. Right. You don't give it to me. Right. Gimme, gimme weird. So anything else we're forgetting? I don't, if we are, I mean, let gifts us know. and stuff are fun because they just like get people excited about watching I love gifts. more. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I think don't that's think, it. I think that is it. If we are missing some, feel free to reach out to us. Or, or maybe we don't even have these features yet that we don't know about and you have them. Or like you have some cool trick that you've discovered that you think is really neat and you want to tell us about it. We would love to know. Uh, we'll give you a shout out on a future episode if you tell us about it. You can email us at socialtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a DM or comment or answer any of our question stickers on our Instagram stories uh, at socialtalkpodcast. And 
visit uh, our YouTube or our YouTunes. What is YouTunes? YouTunes, YouTube and iTunes. iTunes <laughs> is what I'm trying to say there. Um, visit our <laughs> iTunes page, rate, subscribe, review. Um, we so appreciate it. It it is crazy how those reviews really impact the number of people that we can help out w- via this podcast because Absolutely. those even you just clicking subscribe uh allows us to show up in front of more people uh and allows yeah. us to better help you so we really appreciate it and if you have any ideas for future episodes let us know as well we're always we want to make sure that this is actually helpful for you bye bye <laughs>